Podmoth. Hello, friends. I'm Taya. And I'm Sammy. And welcome to this episode of the Offbeat Worm Podcast brought to you by the Podmoth Network. We've had a really fun day. But before we get into the oh events God. of our fun day, I'm introducing a new segment. I don't care if it's Sammy's week. I'm introducing a new segment called Huh? It's like what, but a little different. <laughs> In Huh? I'm going to just ask you any question and you just have to answer it. It's very basic. I just, I just, I think it'll really help strengthen the bonds of our already unnecessarily strong friendship. So, Sammy, the first question of huh is say you're at a party because you go to parties all the time mm. and they say karaoke time, you have to pick a song right now. What song do you pick? Go to karaoke song. One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. I feel like I know that, but I cannot picture it. To save my life. One week. That yeah, song yeah, yeah. is so good. <laughs> Ooh. Chickity chick chick the Chinese chicken. Brain starts brain starts ticking. <laughs> that was so really good. Um, okay, now Sammy, would you like to tell the people what just happened to us approximately forty-seven minutes ago? No. Do you want me to tell the people what happened to us approximately forty-seven minutes ago? We almost ago? died. Getting too loud again. If you're going to yell, you need to back up from your okay, microphone, okay? okay. Uh-huh. Why don't you say it again, but further away from your microphone this time? I almost died. Yeah. Um. So Sammy pulls up at my house to record like we normally do, and she steps onto my porch, takes one of her shoes off, and says, I need to go get my tire changed. <laughs> to which my mom says, Taya. You should go with her. So after my mom invited me to go get Sammy's tire changed with her, we go to the auto zone. And Sammy, what happens right outside of the auto zone? I almost got hit. We, granted, we were stopped (laughs) in the middle of two lanes of oncoming traffic. No, no. (laughs) Correction. (laughs) The, The other two lanes of traffic had a red light. A red light. What happens at the red light, Taya? People stop Not at the always. red light. Any hoosers. Someone <laughs> else. <laughs> there was someone who was completely in the wrong lane of the tire opening drive-in through. Yeah, she was so, blocking the entire entrance to the auto zone. It was really rude. So how was I supposed to get in? But I had already started turning. So I was halfway in, halfway out. And then the light to the other two lanes turns green. And rather than waiting the two seconds it would have <laughs> taken for me to pull in, this dude accelerated. He full on said he woke up and chose violence. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to kill anyone who stands in my way today. It was scary. But we didn't die, though. It it came close. And then he had the decency to honk afterwards. He did honk at us for almost killing us. So that was really nice of him. Listen, all right? This goes out to all of our listeners. If you were driving in front of an auto zone today and almost hit someone who happened to be stopped across two lanes of traffic... I'm really upset with you right now. All right? Not cool. Not cool. All right? And I'm not c- saying it's not entirely not my fault because, yeah, should I have 
anticipated that this woman was going to be crazy and uh, take up the entire lane? Sure, maybe I should have. Wow, I didn't know I could get road rage. Is this what road rage is? <laughs> A little bit. But that does not mean you have the decency or the right to almost murder me. Anyway, um, moving on. I actually like my life. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you like your life. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, it's Sammy Speaks. <laughs> Sammy, why don't you start us off with a this segment? Pent up, people. We're, I'm gonna this is a down. special episode of the show. You're all seeing a very new side of Sammy this week. I want everyone to take three deep <clears throat> breaths with me. Ready? One, two, two this three. This is not a meditation. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> <clears throat> Sammy. Yes. Yes. I'm I, ready. I'm excited. I, I have, love your weeks. I know. I have, a, <laughs> <laughs> I have a pretty good episode. All right. Okay. First off, we are going to start. Okay. I'm ready to start. With <clears throat> the series of unfortunate inventions. Ooh. I did this segment once before. I, I loved this segment last time. Okay. So these are all new, really incredibly stupid adventures. Are we doing the same thing as last time where I have yeah. to pitch them? Okay. I'm going to give you a description <clears throat> and you have to explain why someone should ever buy I'm this I'm honing item. my pro Shark Tank entrepreneur cool, skills cool. right now. I'm ready to cool go. Beans. I'm okay. ready. Number one. Number one. The Sorry. prankster fire alarm. Now, this was invented so that people wouldn't just pull the fire alarm as a prank. And what happens is when you pull the fire alarm, it, it grabs your arm and handcuffs you to the fire alarm alarm thingy. That way, you can wait patiently until the police and fire department arrive. And they confirm that you weren't kidding about the fire. Do you see the problem with this? Yeah, I okay. do, which is why it's going to be very difficult to pitch. But I'm going to pitch this to, like, a building that would not want to have their fire alarm pitched. <clears throat> Businesses of America and otherwise. I'm bringing that back. Do you hate when people pull your fire alarm, but there is no fire? Me too. I get it. But I was able to stop that unfortunate thing that happens when people pull the fire alarm and there isn't a fire by getting the prankster's fire alarm. Now it may seem cruel because it is, but that's okay. People who pull the fire alarms when there isn't a fire deserve the cruelty. Stop it. Stop it. The prankster's fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. That's their motto is stop it. Stop it. <laughs> the only thing was that uh, what if there's a real fire and the person doesn't want to pull the fire alarm because they Sammy, I'm just trying to sell the prankster's fire alarm. I'm not trying to solve the problems of the world. Okay. I'm a businesswoman, okay? That's All right. what I do. All right. Number two, mm -hmm. the helicopter ejection seat. <clears throat> Now, this one is a little tricky <laughs> because <laughs> when you pull the or you push the button, I don't know how ejection seats work, but <laughs> when you do the thing that does the thing and you pew out the <laughs> top, <laughs> out the top of the helicopter, um, there's just a small problem of six foot giant blades spinning around. So you might be decapitated, but you should definitely make sure that you have the ejection seat, right? So 
you're trying to get me to market the ejection seat. Yes. Despite despite the almost certain yes. death. However, they did uh, then make another prototype where uh, there would be a small explosion that would <laughs> that would explode the blades before you ejected. So it would be like small bomb, but and then, then you eject. but then the whole helicopter is going down, <laughs> which. You're already going down if Which you have to pull the ejection Which gets rid of the one. need for the ejection seat. Now, my question is, before I go ahead with this, does the ejection seat take the whole seat out of the helicopter, or just does it just, like, push the person out of the helicopter? <laughs> you know, I didn't do that much research, so go with I'm gonna. One. I'm going to assume that it ejects the entire seat out of the helicopter, because... Okay theoretically you'd be strapped in so it wouldn't make it wouldn't make sense if it was just a human so i'm gonna for the sake of this assume that the entire seat is coming out of the helicopter and i'm going to be selling this to helicopter flying companies not helicopter manufacturers Mm. these are companies buying helicopters i'm trying to convince them to buy helicopters with ejection seats i want you to picture sorry hold on (laughs) helicopter companies and otherwise, I I want you to picture the last time you were in a helicopter, which is probably not that hard because your job revolves around helicopters. Now, think about that last time you were in a helicopter. Was there any point in the time that you were in the helicopter that you thought, wow, I would love if my seat popped out of this helicopter right now? Look no further. The helicopter ejection seat will make all of your dreams come true. Don't want to be in the helicopter anymore? Simply push a button and your entire seat will fly out of the helicopter into the spinning blades of the helicopter. Now, (laughs) granted, the risk of death is high. But isn't it a risk you're willing to take? You really want to get out of that helicopter. The helicopter ejection seat. Get out of that helicopter. And maybe die trying. <laughs> that was incredible. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I should be a business major. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Mm-hmm. This one is, I'm going to describe it to you so you understand what it looks like. I'm really excited. This one is called the butter stick. Okay. Mm-hmm. It comes in a tube that's almost like chapstick, just a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And you spread it on your toast, okay? So you basically, it's like, <laughs> it's like a chapstick tube, <laughs> but for butter. No. <laughs> I'm saying this right now. Absolutely not. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to market this to dairy farmers. Keep in mind, it's not a stick of butter. It's the butter stick. No, I know. Okay. But the dairy farmer is going to be the one selling this. So I'm trying to sell them the new way of selling your butter. Dairy farmers and otherwise. Do you make butter? (laughs) Do you sell your butter? (laughs) Do you get frequent customer complaints about your butter? being too difficult to spread onto toast, not because of the butter itself, but because of the way that the butter is packaged and produced. 
and sold to a customer. As someone who sells butter to customers on a regular basis, I get this issue all the time. So I found a solution. The butter stick. It's not a stick of butter. It's a stick of butter. Instead of putting your butter in a stick shape like you normally would, put your butter in a stick. (laughs) All of your butter spreading problems have magically disappeared. It's like a magic wand, but butter? (laughs) The butter stick. That was really good. I didn't even think of that ahead of time, and I was going to say, but better. And I was like, wait, but butter. <laughs> oh, my God. That was that was great. I loved that. Okay. This, How many more are there? Is it I the have, last one? No. Oh, I good. have several more. I could do like. these for years. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. This one is called the motorized ice cream cone. Now, this one is really interesting. It's not actually, like, an edible cone. Okay. It's, like, um, a cone mm-hmm. that spins the ice cream a la- around. So you you know how uh, your ice cream starts to melt, and you have to spin it and lick it in order to keep it from dripping? Yeah. Well, this spins it for you. I hate so it. So all you have to do is put your tongue on it. I hate it. And you can't even eat the cone. No. That's stupid. Okay. Do you eat ice cream? Do you eat your ice cream so obnoxiously slow that it melts all over you? Look no further. Stop. Right there. Pause. Freeze. Like ice cream. What if I told you that all of your problems could be solved with one simple device? Your life changed permanently. Let me introduce you to the motorized ice cream cone. Not only will this ice cream cone turn your ice cream for you so that all you have to do is stick your tongue out and enjoy. (laughs) You also can't eat it. (laughs) The motorized ice cream cone. Take a minute. Go ahead. <laughs> I really want to say it again, but I just I can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> okay. Motorized ice cream cone. <clears throat> this one, it took me a hot second to understand. <laughs> oh, God. Which is going to make anyone older than me feel really down about themselves. I'm really excited. This one is called the DVD Rewinder. Yeah. Um, DVDs don't need to be rewinded. <laughs> Wait, you're right. <laughs> I was like, I don't see the issue with this. <laughs> Anyone over the age of 18, I am so sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. I need to tap out. <laughs> Okay, let's move, <laughs> let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Red dye number two. I actually don't know what it's for, so go ahead. <laughs> Wait, so I'm not pitching the DVD rewinder? You said tap out. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> That's good. I don't think I would have made it. Um, what's your favorite color? <laughs> if you answered red, I have a product for you. <laughs> Let me introduce you to red dye number two. It's like red dye number one, but more red. And it causes you to die way less. With red dye number two, you can turn anything red. You wish your hair was red? Red dye number two. Do you wish your food was red? Red dye number two. Do you wish your small child or dog was red? You guessed it. Red dye number two. Red dye number two. Live life redder. <laughs> I get it. Like, live life better, but live life redder. That was actually pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> this next one, I actually, I just, I read it and I moved on because I couldn't, like, bring myself to comprehend it. I can't wait. Hair in a can. <laughs> Is it real or fake? It's real. It's a real invention. Human hair or otherwise? <laughs> I think otherwise. I think it's just like hair in a can. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know that weird friend? You always need something to buy them, but you never know what. Let me tell you about a new product called <laughs> hair in a can. It's perfect for that friend that you always have trouble shopping for. You can't go wrong with hair. Hair in a can. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> My face hurts from laughing so hard. Hair in a can is exactly what it sounds like. A can filled with hair. Your friends will love it. Your enemies will hate it. And it'll be hair in a can either way. I, I have to stop there. I can't say any more about that. Well, I think that we should stop there because that was just so beautiful. Thank you. We've gotten so far into this episode and we've just... This has been, uh, this has been a moment for us. I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. I'm just also having a breakdown at the same time. Okay. All right. This next segment is going to be a one-time deal. <gasps> oh, no. Limited edition. Limited edition. Limited edition. Okay. This one is called Who Said It? Now, you have to de decide between two famous people, Taya. Ooh, okay. Tom Holland or Robert Patterson. This pa is getting so much money. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Okay. okay. I can't wait. Okay. You have to <clears> choose <throat> who said the quote. Okay. 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 I'm gonna. I'm either gonna do really well because I know everything Tom Holland has ever said. I shouldn't say that because <laughs> I'm gonna get them all wrong. I'm either gonna do really well or I'm gonna absolutely fail. Okay. All right. Let's go. Number one. Quote. I guess hot packets are more expensive than I thought. Robert Pattinson. That is correct. Yes. Number two. My biggest flaw is probably my attention span or lack thereof. Tom Holland. Correct. Thank you. Fame is a beast you can't control or be prepared for. Robert Pattinson. Incorrect. That's Tom Holland. 
You should have said it in a British accent. Do you want to do that? Please. Okay. Please. I keep forgetting that I'm speaking in an American accent. I feel like it's Robert Pattinson because you know that I would default to Tom Holland. Mm. Good. It's Robert Pattinson? Yes. I feel so smart right now. Adrenaline has always been my thing. That feels like something Tom Holland would say. That is correct. Yes. Here's this guy, he's talking about himself, <laughs> who seems to be the perfect embodiment of every perfect guy. Robert Pattinson. Correct. Yes. I don't like spiders. They're sneaky. They just really scare me. They're hairy. Ugh. That's 100% <laughs> Tom Holland. Correct. Without a doubt. Sometimes I just say hello in the right way, and I, I'm like, whoa, I'm so cool. Tom Holland. <laughs> oh, that's no, Robert. No, that was Robert? Dang. This is the last one. This was a quick segment. I'm doing pretty well on this, though. I'm pretty yeah. proud of myself. My teenage years were a little strange. Tom Holland. <laughs> wow. I can picture him saying that. I've seen that interview a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> Can you finish it though? Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted no, you. No, that, that was all I had. Oh, it was just my teenage years were a little strange. It's life. I read it wrong. My teenage oh. life was a little strange. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember that interview when he talked about how how weird he was as a teenager. Hmm. I've seen pretty much all of them that have ever happened, and uh, I don't have a problem. You have a problem. This last segment, uh, I want to give a shout out to my history teacher. Yes, we're not going to say your name because that would be weird, but hello. <laughs> so we're going to send this to, we're going to send it to him so he'll hear it. Hello. He really helped me out with this one. He, pulled, he pulled through with this. Yeah. I don't even know what I, it is, I, but I really I can just appreciate tell. it. I'm really excited. So this segment is called History's Mysteries. Woot woot. And we've done this one before. Once. I loved this one last time. Yeah. It this was one fun. was really fun. All right. So Taya, I have decided to call this scenario a sticky situation. <gasps> sticky. <clears throat> Taya, we we live right near Boston. We do. And a lot of Bostonians, I feel like, might actually not be familiar with this even though it happened Ooh, in boston that's cray cray so in the afternoon of january 15th of 1919 a terrible event happened <gasps> i hate when terrible events happen those are the worst kind of events to happen yeah it happened in the streets of boston killing 21 people 21 that's a lot of people and it injured 150 oh no now i know what you're thinking what terrible thing could have happened to kill all these people. Am I Sammy, right? Sammy, what terrible thing could have happened to kill all of these people? Well, and and side note, uh, I looked it up. It killed more people than the Boston Massacre. So The Boston Massacre saying. only killed five people, Sammy. Well, <laughs> it, do you want to guess? Let's see if you can guess first. Like guess what it was? Yes. It was a sort of a natural disaster, but not. A natural disaster. My only thought is bees. <laughs> I don't know why, but the only thing I can think is bees. No. I didn't think it was actually bees, but I couldn't think of anything else. It might be wilder than bees. <gasps> what could be wilder than bees? A thick wave of molasses 
reaching speeds up to 35 miles an hour. I remember learning about this. Yes. The molasses flood. And it's never been confirmed what actually happened. Um, I can tell you right now, I did it. <laughs> nice. Nice. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Taya, you need to be arrested for your crimes. Never mind. I did not cause the molasses flood. I take it back. <laughs> okay. So basically... More than two million gallons of the thick, sticky substance flooded Boston's North End. What does molasses taste like? Uh, Gingerbread cookies have a lot of molasses. Oh. You know, molasses is like honey, but kind of thicker. You know when you say slow as molasses? Yeah. Well, in this case, the molasses was fast. I'm going to start saying fast as molasses just to confuse people. And I feel I, this did kill a lot of people, which you're like, molasses? And then you're like, ooh, that would be a terrible ooh. way Next to die. Next time you have a cross-country meet, I'm going to come and yell, you're moving as fast as molasses. And I'm going to be like, hey, that's me. And I'm going to be like, no, it's a compliment. 35 miles an hour. Pretty that's, fast. That's a lot of miles an hour. <laughs> Um, so, wow. yeah, when you're thinking about, when you think about it, it's like, oh, yeah. they died Did from molasses. Did it all come out of, like, one big thing of molasses? Was it, yes. like, a massive molasses so, tank? from what I understand, and I got this off of history.com. Cute. From what I understand is there was, like, a water tank, basically. Full of molasses? Full of molasses. Why would they do that? Because I don't think they knew how else Did to they not it. anticipate that something could go severely <laughs> wrong? Someone was just like, let's build a giant tank of molasses. It will all be fine and nothing can go bad. Well, the funny thing is that they knew that it was going to go bad. <laughs> because there were, like, there were cracks big enough that the kids in the streets could bring their paper cups and fill up mola- their cups with And that molasses. was just fine. They were just like, okay. Yeah, they were like, ah. And people had reported hearing, like, creaky noises coming from it. Yeah. People are so stupid. So, um, yes. <laughs> I agree. My goodness gracious. I think we should start a new segment called Stupid Things in History, where we talk about stupid things that have happened mm. in history. Okay, so this big, giant tank of molasses of molasses that we've already established is terrible um it was at one point a tank that could hold up to three olympic swimming pools of molasses which is a lot of molasses so they just had a tank big enough to hold three olympic swimming pools worth of molasses it had giant cracks in it and everyone was just like, like unanimously, like this is fine. It's, I'm cool with it's it. It's funny because I feel like if it was a water tank and it was doing that, people would be like, "Whoa, straight hold on. up!" Like if the water tank in our town was full of molasses and it had a ton of cracks in it, I would be like pulling up at town hall every day, like y'all need to take care of this. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. This is a hazard. Like they just let that happen. Pre- well, yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm very upset about this. And there, there are a few theories of how it might have burst. However, okay. at the same time, it's like, well, duh, it was going to burst. If it Like, was- obviously it was going to burst. Yeah. Like, we all saw this coming. But explain to me the theories okay. anyway. 
theory one is that there was too much pressure pressure from fermentation. And I wish that I had done more research on this one because I don't exactly know how that would work. I'm, well, fermentation is like, I think it's a chemical reaction. Yeah. So it maybe it gives off some sort of heat. That so, like, yeah, what I think happens is like it sits there for a really long time yeah. and builds up gas. And when that gas gets too big, there's not enough space to contain it, so the whole thing burst. Is that why kombucha is bubbly? Because it's like fermented. I don't know. And then it has gas in it. Probably. And that's why it kind of fizzes a little. I would guess. Have you ever had kombucha? I have. I like kombucha. Kombucha's good. It's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on. That was a good moment for us. I liked that. (laughs) Science. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would make sense, but that's also, like, I really just want it to be, like, of course it was going to burst. Can we move on already? Mm. But, like, I want to know what the other theories were. Theory two is that it was a faulty tank structure. Obviously. Which is kind of, like, That's a given. Uh, duh. We all saw that coming. The company, they did uh, charge the company with the murders. Well, that's good. And yeah. we're, like, you didn't do whatever had to be done. If you didn't fix your giant tank full of crackety-wackities, we wouldn't have had this issue. But here we are. Mm. So that one to me is kind of like, uh, duh. Yeah. But theory number three is my favorite. I'm so excited. um, This one, do you remember the flake gate? Yeah. With With Tom Brady? Yeah. And everyone was like, he messed with the pressure in the ball and that's why they won so yeah. many times and it's like guys y'all he won so many times because he'd he's be good at football the best and he has like too many rings to fit on one hand so many rings so many rings <laughs> <laughs> i love i love how someone who actually knows sports is gonna listen to this and we're just like so many rings we're like what's the deflate gate oh the dude with the rings <laughs> like i'm yeah. sorry people who sports Nice. <laughs> Thank you. So I actually came up with my own theory <gasps> when I was in sixth grade. I'm <laughs> <laughs> After watching this. Wait, this... about the molasses tank or about no. the deflate gate? No, about the deflate gate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought you didn't know about this. Okay, so in sixth grade, like it was the deflate gate. And uh, this guy came to, into our school with some ni- liquid nitrogen. Oh, I remember like, that. That was a fun day. They put a guys, hot dog in it and it broke. Yeah. He was like, guys, look at this balloon. As you dip it in liquid nitrogen, it gets smaller because of the temperature and it condenses into little spaces. We should buy some Shabang. liquid nitrogen. We should. Can we? I don't know. <laughs> we should try. I bet your dad can probably buy My dad nitrogen. would be able to buy liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Legally, of course. anyway moving on so i was like guys what if he didn't actually you know deflate the balls and uh the temperature just dropped and it i'm pretty sure that's actually exactly what happened yeah i i i think i think that was i think that was the science i think i can't i think i convinced myself i came up with it but i probably actually didn't I mean, like, I'll give you credit for Thanks. it, but I'm pretty sure, like, scientists said that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, good job. But I was like, guys, that's probably what happened to the football. And everyone was like, <laughs> no way. I everyone felt, said exactly that. I felt so smart that day. <laughs> I think you are very smart, Sammy. 
Um, so my theory is yep. that's sort of what happened with the molasses. And it's also what happens with trees when they're when the f- sap freezes over. And sap is like molasses. So the sap freezes and then the tree branches break. And I was like, well, yeah. if the tree branch is this giant tank and the molasses is the, the syrupy s- sap. sap. Thank you. <laughs> Um, then it would just break. Yeah, well, that would make sense. I mean, assuming molasses has water in it, at least a little bit, when water molecules freeze, they expand. And Mm -hmm. when all of that's a lot of molasses. Which is the opposite of what happened in the the deflate It's the opposite of what happened in the deflate gate. Because air condenses while water expands. expands. It's a reverse deflate gate. I feel so smart. I think you sound very smart right now. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. I mean, we'd have to be assuming that the tank was full to the very top. I think that I... And it was like the middle of winter. I think it was because I think it was like at its prime because it was three swimming pools of molasses yeah assuming it wasn't all dripping out from the ginormous cracks inside of it yeah so but what's interesting is they could like smell molasses for decades after (sighs) people are so stupid but i was wondering if you had a theory taya about the molasses? Yeah. How do no, you think it broke? I think your theory is too smart for any theory I make to sound logical. Um, I will propose a theory that will not make any sense. And I love it. I'm sure everyone who hears this is going to be mad at me. Um, I'm going to go with a theory that I know for a fact did not happen. The arson theory. Ooh. Um, minus arson. I like plus it. Plus an axe. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say... Someone in Boston was really angry, which is not a stretch. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm going to say for a fact, someone in Boston was really angry. I'm pretty sure everyone is in Boston. Everyone in Boston is really angry, but this particular person was unusually angry, right? So, no, better theory. This person was angry because they knew about the issues that were happening with the molasses tank. Ooh. And they knew that no one was going to fix it. So they wanted to prove a point. And at first, they just wanted to crack a little bit of a bigger hole in it. So a wave of molasses would fly out and people would be like, this is an issue. We need to fix it. However, it got out of hand. The person was so angry. They were taking their whack, the, wax. They were taking their axe and they were whacking the molasses tank. They were like, uh, 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 you know, like you do when you whack things. And they broke the molasses tank so bad that all of the molasses came out and it killed a ton of people. So it wasn't necessarily on purpose, but it wasn't not not on purpose. When you think about it, it's like a terrible way to die by drowning that would, from molasses. That, I feel like that would be a similar... I don't think it would be the similar amount of pain as, like, I'm thinking about, like, Pompeii, when mm. all the lava came yeah, down yeah, and all yeah, people yeah. were, like, cemented under it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think it would hurt as bad because your skin wouldn't, like, boil off. But the same type of, like... Yeah. It like, gives me the same vibe of uh-huh, getting agree. volcano in Pompeii. Getting volcano. Nice. I hate getting volcano <laughs> in Pompeii. Um, that is really an interesting theory, Taya. Thank you. I'm a genius. <laughs> and I think that's all I have. That's all you have. That's all I have. What an episode. That was an episode.
<sighs> I'm still just really traumatized about our perfectly normal trip to AutoZone. I did write two more inventions. Can if we you please just do feel them? Spontaneous. I want to come back to the inventions thing. I feel like that would be. I feel like it'll be really fun and funky of us to start and end with the same segment. Yeah. The energy of this episode is going to be impeccable. Okay, Taya. Shh. All right. I'm not going to give you any description for this, so you can. Can I also describe it? Yes. Okay. Shoe umbrellas. Shoe umbrellas. Shunbrellas, as I like to call them. When I'm picturing shoe umbrellas, I'm picturing like, have you ever seen the videos of those things where it's like, it, it almost looks like a Tupperware and it has a plastic bag and you step your foot in it and it wraps around your shoe to keep it safe? Oh, yes. That's what I'm thinking. It's probably not right because that's not what an umbrella is, but I'm going to roll with it. Are you one of those people that buys white shoes? First off, I'll never understand you. Why would you buy white shoes? They're just going to get dirty. Second off, would you like to protect your white shoes from getting dirty while also making them significantly less stylish? Don't fret. I have the product for you. My friends, let me introduce you to the Shumbrella, the shoe umbrella. The shoe umbrella is a fantastic invention. What it does is you step into the cup thingy, you put your foot in it, a piece of plastic wraps around your shoe, keeping it safe. You can step in a puddle, it probably won't get wet. You can step in mud, it probably won't get wet. You could drop molasses on it, it probably won't get molasses-y. Point is, if you're one of those people that buys really fancy, nice, expensive shoes and then wears them but expects they just won't get dirty, but then they do and you get upset about it and you want to do something about it, the shoe umbrella is for you, my friends. As seen on TV, uh, $19.99, if you get a second one, shipping is free. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. Can you tell me what it actually is? Do you um, know what it actually is? It's like, okay, it's like an umbrella but on your shoes, but like a small umbrella and it, you know how when you put your umbrella in the center of your table and it screws in, yeah, it screws into the top of your shoes. Well, now I feel stupid. <laughs> I was thinking all logical, like, mm. gosh, darn it. Yeah, no, this will protect the tops of the shoes from getting wet, but n no to anything else. Dang. Yeah. Well, I like my version better. Well, your version could actually work in the world. My version would actually have a purpose. Mm. I kind of want a shoe umbrella now, though. Okay. Like, is that bad? I'm going to buy one. Anyway. <laughs> um, this one, it didn't make sense to me for a while, so I had to do a little bit deeper research. Oh, dang. And you really did later. a lot for this episode. I'm I vibing did. with it. I'll put all of my sources in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you would do that. Yes. Um, this last one is called The Space Pen. So NASA was like, what happens when they're in space and there's no gravity? <laughs> how do they write things down? And You know how NASA is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, guys, we have to figure this guys, out because this guys, is going to be I a really big when I go into space. <laughs> I hate when I go into space and my pen floats off. I, that was my favorite pen. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's more because the ink won't come out because there's no gravity to pull oh. the ink out of the pen. Yeah, Which I have my favorite pen, but I can't write with it because there's no gravity on the International Space Station. Oh, no. Which is why you can't um, write with a pen 
like lying in bed with it facing uh, above you you know you know i'm going to try that later now right <laughs> like you know as soon as you well, leave i think I'm they reinvented that. pens after this but gosh mm-hmm. darn it anyway uh it's a space pen so you can write in space <laughs> go ahead <laughs> what I aren't you gonna anything. pitch it oh i thought you were talking <laughs> about me <laughs> anyway uh the space pen Congratulations. You just became an astronaut. Not really, though. But do you want a pen that could write in space? Now, I'm going to I'm gonna backtrack for a minute. I'm going to circle back for a minute. I'm going to assume that I'm pitching this to normal people who wanted to be astronauts but didn't make it. Okay. So surprised. You didn't actually become an astronaut. <laughs> it's okay. There's plenty of other things in the world you can do. I have full faith in you, but you still want to live that astronaut lifestyle. I have something that can help you get there. It's not the moon and it's not even close, but it is the space pen. The space pen writes like a normal pen. You could use it in space, but you won't be going there. Use it to write on things like paper on Earth. It's like a normal pen, but it's the space pen. (laughs) Space pen. A normal pen, but for space, but on Earth. That was really nice. Thank you. It took me a while to understand this one because I was like, whoa, why don't they just use pencils? Right? (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But maybe like if you're trying to sharpen a pencil in space. Yeah. I I read But why couldn't they use a mechanical pencil? I read further and it was like something about like if the little pieces of the pen or the pencil break off then it's hazardous because they just float around rather than falling to the floor. Imagine you're just vibing in the International Space Station and a piece of pencil gets in your eye. Imagine that. You don't want that. That would hurt. That's true. It would not feel, I mean, it would probably feel spicy, but not in a good way. (laughs) Okay, I think we need to wrap this up. Before we go, Sammy, we still haven't done what? Um, Do you have a song for this week? Uh, I need to look up the name of mine because I just found it yesterday. Um, so I don't remember what I it's don't called yet. I don't have one off the top of my head, so I'll go to a go-to. Um, Bad by Michael Jackson. That's a banger. It is. You always pick the best songs. Thanks. You have a great taste in music. Your taste in music is like what my taste in music used to be when I had a different taste of music than the one that I do now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I still appreciate that music. I just don't listen to it as much anymore. Um, My song for this week is called We Made It. It's a cute, it's a cute song. Like, it's a really cute song. Like, I don't really even know the words yet, but it just, it makes my heart feel fuzzy, you know? Cool. When you listen to a song, you're like, ooh, you know? Mm -hmm. Like that. (laughs) Do you have a show for this week, Sammy? Oh, I'm not watching any shows this week, but, um, my movie Oh, yeah, it could be a movie, too. I forgot that movies were a thing. My movie for this week will be The Good Dinosaur. I have never no. seen it. No, 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 I've no, never no, 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 seen no. it, Mm-mm. but I'm planning on watching it this week. The Good weekend. Dinosaur was the first time I can remember crying in a movie theater. 
I cried so hard watching The Good Dinosaur. That's really upsetting because I'm trying to convince my cousin to watch it with me and she will well, not. Well, it's happy tears. Like, it's not, it, like, it's happy tears. She said tears. that it's it practically like, broke her, so. It did break me. Okay. So you won't be watching it with me either? I mean, I will. Oh, Like, okay. I'll watch with you, but you can't make fun of me when I'm crying. Right. Which you wouldn't. You've the, seen me cry plenty of times. The rest of my but... family watched it without me. so I Of feel... course they did. <laughs> of course they did. If you're in Sammy's family and you're listening to this, stop. <laughs> stop <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Stop it. Um, my movie for this I think week, I was actually, sorry, I think I was actually at your house at the time. So You were. I actually <laughs> remember that. Because you got home and texted me and said they watched The Good Dinosaur without me. <laughs> um, my movie for this week is Cherry, the new Tom Holland movie. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> nice. But by the time this comes out, I will have. And it's it's an incredible movie. Again, I haven't seen it. But Tom Holland's in it. So if it's not incredible, it it's incredible. Okay. It's incredible. The Russo brothers directed it. Tom Holland's in it. He has a nice face. It can't be bad. It's going to be a great movie. Um, by the time this comes out, I'll have seen it. So I feel like I can say that. Um, we'll have a lot of breakdowns in the coming days between Cherry and The Good Dinosaur. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we'll start a new season of Married at First Sight. I think when we watch our new season of Married at First Sight, we should make like bonus episodes about it. If you want to email us, sorry, brain fart. If you want to email us, you can do so. Offbeatworm at gmail.com. If you want to say hello, if you have a fight to the death recommendation, maybe you have a history mystery you want us to talk about. Maybe you have an invention that you hate. Literally anything. Lit- just hit us up. Email us. You can DM us on Instagram or Twitter at Offbeatworm. I also, I, I gave in and I made us a TikTok. Um, no. I did. Oh. I know. I wasn't going to. But I gave in and I did it. So go follow us on TikTok and Offbeat Worm Pod. I think we can make some TikToks in my pickle costume. All right. I mean, we might blow up. What if we get TikTok famous, Sammy? Well, it wouldn't be me getting TikTok famous, Taya. Yeah, it would but it be would be for you. our podcast. <laughs> it's not under my name. Well, it is under my name, but the username is Offbeat Worm Pod. Mm. So it's promoting. It would all be promoting our podcast. So it's for both of us. This is a team effort, Sammy. No, I think this is solely you, Taylor. No, Sammy, go we're, all, we're all in this <laughs> solely together. Solely you. We're all in this together. Okay, Sammy? Mm. Plus, if I get famous and you don't for whatever reason, we you would still be famous by default. Um, the, the, for I being d- my best friend. Mm, sure. Like Tom Holland's best friend, Harrison. He wasn't famous, but then him and Tom Holland were best friends, so then he became famous too. Okay. I actually don't want to be famous. You can be like low key famous. Okay, cool. That's cool. Like you can just like come hang out and be there. <laughs> Thanks. When you want to. Great. And you can live in my mansion with me. That's It'll be cool. our mansion. That's it's true. not. It's not my mansion. It's our mansion. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, uh, uh, since we had a super normal, uh, perfectly normal trip to AutoZone. We're going to go and decompress from that. Um, thank you so much for listening. Do you have anything else you want to say? You look like you need to say something else. Uh, number one, my history teacher is definitely cor- going to correct everything I said wrong. Because, I, I mean, I don't think I did anything wrong. I in think that, you did a good job. Thank you. If anything, I'm going to get in trouble for my arson, but not arson, but an axe theory. Nice. So I'll take the fall for it. I'm willing. And lastly, um, 
I just I feel like you should go and um like is this for me or for the people listening? For people listening. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. For people listening, I want you to write a letter. And I don't mean an email. I mean a real letter. Like a letter on paper, okay? You have to stamp it and send it to someone. Because guess what? I did that last week. And now I know how to do that. <laughs> Which you <laughs> didn't know? No. How does... No. Sammy. So... I am saying that everyone else out there on the planet, send a real letter in the mail. I know you love getting things from the mail, Taya. Don't you? I do love getting things it's from so the mail. It's so much fun. Should we become pen pals? Oh my god! Yes. Oh my gosh. Guys, go become a pen pal with your best friend. And we'll We're gonna catch do it. you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. You can do it. Go ahead. And we'll catch you on, on the offbeat. That was great. That was, wow. Okay. Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Abigail. We're sisters. And we believe in ghosts. Welcome to Supernatural Sisters, a podcast all about ghostly encounters, bone-chilling monsters, and basically anything that goes bump in the night. Each week, we talk about a haunted place, a legendary monster, or a story that sends shivers down our spine. And maybe we'll talk about the pottery scene from Ghost. He's not a ghost in that scene. There are other parts of that movie where he's a ghost. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And remember, we, we believe, believe you. you.